Okay, we're rod and talking. We're up and running. Modern talking. And it's me, Thomas Waite, aka Tommy Waite, because I don't go by Thomas. Um, this is Dylan Black. He is my friend, and we talk all about that. Um, but he's from Liberty, and um, I just feel a little off right now. I just gotta say, I'm with my girlfriend. Hey, everyone. <laughs> That's her, she's a black man. And, um, <laughs> I can't believe that's what you want people to know you as. <laughs> um, so, she's part of the reason why I haven't been doing podcasts lately. Haha, <laughs> it's your fault, not mine. Um, and I just want to address that, so... And I reference her in, in the podcast, too, so I don't want you to be thrown off when um, when you hear about that. Uh, and, you know, I don't know what else I wanted to say. Just that uh, I'll just cut this part out because I don't know. I remember I want to say something, but I don't know what that something is. And it'll be coming to my head right now. It's about Osaka, the, <laughs> the takeout Japanese steakhouse in Lynchburg, Virginia. Just kidding. I don't know why that came to my head, but it came to my head. And um, Do you think it feels good to be back? It does feel good to be back. I, I, I was worried about doing this because every time I take time off I'm like I don't know do I still have it and um oh, I still got it baby <laughs> so let's get into the show <laughs> no she that's that's one of the things I want to say she's never listened to any podcast I've done so she doesn't know these are 10 minutes long and not two and a half minutes um uh, <laughs> so <laughs> Um, Dylan and I, well, I got to his house and, um, he's, he's leaving to move to Atlanta because that's where jobs are right now for, um, what we want to do. And, uh, and so this is our last hangout, um, and you guys get to listen to it before he goes away and, um. So this is like very special for me. I mean, all my podcasts are special, but um, like the Bonnie one too. She I got her right before she left. Um, so I really like these ones, and I think it's interesting uh, knowing it's the last that I'll talk to these people in person for a long time. Um, what else? Uh. Oh yeah, so I got there and he he poured he did pour over coffee and I have a picture of it. Um and he he puts it in the uh <laughs> the modern talk mugs, um, which I make everyone drink out of when they do the podcast. Um so that was the first time it actually had coffee in it and uh the thing that's supposed to have in it. <laughs> so 
Yes. What's up? Um, do you want to say anything, Kenz? Can you please buy my artwork on Art Creations by yes, <laughs> Kenzie? <laughs> what is it? On Art Etsy. Creations by Art Creations by Kenzie. Yeah. Do you want to say what you do? Um, I make ceramic art, um, also known as pottery. I make cups and mugs and bowls and plates. Most people love my mugs, and I can customize things. Um, so if you want anything customized for you or someone else, hit me up because I can do it. Great. And I just heard at the end of that the, the mini fridge kick on, so I don't know if you guys heard that. But um, it's okay. And it's hot in here because we turned off both the fans that we had running. Even though it's a rainy day, which I don't know if you could hear that either. Um, I also kind of want to make this intro about 10 minutes because <laughs> because we did um, we saw that we went over two hours and I was like okay we got two hours um, because he wanted to rush it he was hungry um, and so uh, <laughs> I want to make this about 10 minutes so that it's accurate for when people say uh, or when I we say like oh we have only like four minutes left or whatever um but i i don't want to like also just say nothing for six more minutes or whatever uh four more minutes so good at math um <laughs> uh i guess that's it oh wait i i wrote some stuff down that i wanted to say but i don't know if i said it let's see oh yeah we had some technical difficulties and um so you hear that a little bit. I cut out like most of the boring part, but boring parts, but um it's it's part of the show, so I wanted to keep some of it in cuz it it would it would feel weird without it and just cutting out like cuz we we like cut off mid-sentence sometimes and say like oh the the levels don't look good. Um so I had to keep that in. Um uh, and that's also part partly why the the time is off when because uh, I cut out about ten minutes, and so I wanted to add ten minutes this way. Uh, and I have a girlfriend now, and Dylan made coffee, and I guess that's it. Um, but I I also have stuff that we reference in the podcast. I'm gonna put that on the on my website um tomweight.com slash podcast slash dylan black and um so if you're if you're like oh they said something that i'm interested in it's all the links and pictures of dylan pouring the coffee <laughs> which sounds really boring but that was like fun for me to see uh him pouring like this really cool it's called pour over coffee and so it's like this big glass thing and um with like a big filter on top um so it looks like a chemistry something um so if you want to see that and know what i'm talking about and not be completely confused by what i said um it's there for you uh yeah do you want to say anything else 
Thank you. That'll be all. Uh, all right. Thank you so much for listening, guys. And oh, I wanted to say this too. Sorry. <laughs> um, I'm I I'm gonna be. I can't believe we almost forgot about this. We're gonna be going to camp soon. Um, and uh, for like three and a half months for me, I think. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, so that's gonna be. I'm going to have to be doing like a, I'm going to try to do a podcast sprint here where I do like at least four, um, in these like 10 days left I have before I have to go. And, um, so that's, that's just, I just wanted to update you on that. Um, and Kenzie found this job just like on Indeed or something. Mm -hmm. And, uh, we, she, they wanted a ceramic specialist for the camps and she was like who has a ceramic specialist at a camp like we we if that's a real thing then or like a normal thing then we don't know about it and it was just like seemed like the perfect thing for her because she always wanted to go to her camp or work at a camp and um this is her she's a senior in college and i'm graduating wait you graduated yesterday um but yeah two days ago sorry uh so she this is her last kind of free summer i guess you want to be a teacher so you're gonna have summers but it's still like your last i don't know my last summer before i have actual adult responsibilities right exactly that's what i was trying to say so um so I just wanted to update you guys on that and um, that's where I'm at and I'm going to try to do more. So that's it, I guess. Okay. God bless. Get into it. I almost brought, um, I think I told you Kenzie got me that like kettle thing to put pop Oh, yeah. For Christmas. So um, I was going to bring that, but I, I brought all this and then forgot to bring that. So what could have been? Where's where's a good place to plug this in? Best place unplug that guy. This guy? The orange cord. Yeah, and then just plug it in right there. Hi. It's all good. Um. Also a suggestion. Don't take off your shoes around him. Really? <laughs> he really likes feet. Um. He has like a fetish or something. Hey, snowball. And he like licks your feet he really? rubs his face that's how my mom well not that's not how but um my mom is just paranoid when she walks down the stairs really yeah she'll trip on snowball is it snowball ghost, <laughs> ghost. this is snowball See, this is the microphone <laughs> it's not the cat it's the inanimate object <laughs> What's the difference? I hate cats. Anyway. <laughs> I do think they need different <laughs> names. Like, to me, that one looks like a Calypso. Mm. I don't know. I don't think cats look like anything to me besides they look evil. the color. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really dislike cats. They mostly dislike me. Yeah. Um, so by default, I have to hate them. Um... <laughs> I think that's how we um, 
racism started. <laughs> I don't know. Do you think that's how it started? Like, well, oh, they they probably hate me, so I hate them. Ah, I think it's which um, one's if, mine? If we're being real, okay. um, it's probably because when you're like a tribe person, mm-hmm. you're in your tribe, and then like the um, you see like other people, and they're like. Uh, is there? I don't see any levels, dude. I know, I know. I think it just... Look at that. That's good. Healthy okay. levels. So racism. Hello. Hello. <laughs> um, let's maybe not start at that point. I'm paranoid now. It's well, like... I know, It looks know. so small. That's just how it is, I think, for real. Okay. I, I, um, I have, like... I pay for this, like, thing that, like, brings the levels up and An normalizes. Amplifier. And so I, I think that should make it okay, even right. if it's not. But like it you, does make me paranoid. Like a compressor? You pay for that? No, like, this is a compressor or whatever, mm-hmm. but I don't even know what that means. It's like, it's like stretching. Okay. Like stretching those out. Um, it's like, uh when you're on like photoshop and you have like a tiny pixel and you expand it out yeah and it becomes a big picture and that's yeah it is. and then you can like all you can have like an automatic like adjust brightness and everything yeah it makes it look ne- normal like that's how um one so like my mic i wasn't sure how to use it for when i was making the music and the compressor literally like saved like the really whole, like a whole song one time so the compressor's not on here. <laughs> Should I do that? Uh, I don't think you need to do it while it's while we're doing okay. this. It's like afterwards. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> worst comes to worst, we'll just have a conversation. Well, this is this is getting it for sure. <laughs> we get a like I tr- I trust this. I've I've had to use this a couple of times, so yeah, and it, and it sounds okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I trust. If I didn't have this, I'd be more worried about that. But yeah, it'll just be more work, work in post. But that's why you always fix it in post. That's what, that's they, what everyone they, says. <laughs> everyone says, don't worry about anything. Just fix it in post. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. I only have two weeks to put this out though, because I'm. Oh God. Okay. Well, I, and you can't put it out. You can't bring your computer with you on your trip. I I don't oh I could bring it on my trip yeah. I don't know about um because I'm working at a camp this summer so I don't know if um I was talking telling telling my audience not you yeah. but um yeah I don't know like how much I'll be able to use it and stuff so well describe what is this camp that you're going to like just describe <laughs> um I don't know is there any type of person that's going <laughs> to the camp um. Well, I've mostly been telling, telling this to Christian people, and like, in in especially around uh, Liberty, there's always like camps trying to get people to come to their Christian camp. Yeah. Um, like little stands in 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 the quads and all that stuff. Um, Young Life, that's an example. Yeah. The big one. Um, I did go to that camp. It was it's very nice. Oh, really? It was a nice camp. Um, I think it was a high school, though. I think your yours will be a lot younger, right? Yeah, I think it's um, like eight ish to, 
like 13 or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe 15. Um, but, you know, middle school aged. What is M I D I? That's MIDI, so it's like the MIDI is like the electronic keyboard that's installed inside of this program. Okay. See, that's really good. You can, that's yeah. a really good mic. It usually is. Dude, just like cancel out of GarageBand and reopen it. You think? Maybe that's what it is. Like it just got tripped up when I put two in, and mm-hmm. so it hasn't been able to recover since. Yeah, that's that's normal. Okay, so we can we'll just plug and chug. Chug and lug. <laughs> Racism is it real? Oh no! <laughs> oh man! Here's two white guys here to tell you what you... <laughs> no, no. Oh, God, I'm hot it's already. Two most qualified. <clears throat> um, Hello, guys. Hello. I am Dylan Black. I'm the guest on... Modern Talking with Talker Walkies. <laughs> ah, shoot. <laughs> um, <laughs> if, I had a, if I had a sidekick, it'd be Modern Walkie Talkie or something. That'd be cool. Anyway... Um, I, I brought, I always sweat when I do anything, but especially when I do, um, my podcast. So I brought, um, actually my Niso shirt, um, to put on after this. Cause I know I'm going to like sweat through this. Oh. And I don't want to be uncomfortable the rest yeah. of the day. Shout out to Josiah. Can yeah. you, can, um, Josiah K. Yeah. Making Niso. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that's available anywhere, but I'll put a link if it is. Yeah, um, I'm sure he. You know, he's been he's been making a lot of just uh, like I think right now he's making a bunch of materials and stuff and like clothing. I'm not really. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I, but I did not know that. Maybe he'll special order it for anybody out there who wants to yeah. wear an ESO shirt. They're yeah. very great. They're very nice. They're minimalistic, right? Yeah, yeah. It's well, the back of the Niso is like mm-hmm. it's the picture of. Or the layout, like blueprint of his spaceship in his movie. Mm. So that's not very minimalist. I think that's yeah. really true. Detailed, I guess. Yeah. Um, uh, and he also did the artwork for Streetwalking poster. Mm. So um, the, if anyone knows about that, then they know that Josiah is the real deal. <laughs> um, He's really good. He's really talented. So before, I don't know if like we're gonna use this part in in the beginning because we had some technical difficulties. But uh, we were talking about how I don't really hate cats because they're just like dogs, but usually chiller. Mm-hmm. So um, <clears throat> definitely more quirky though. They're, really? Like, like a cat, and their quirkiness comes out in in ways that are just sort of confusing okay like um one thing we were talking about how i uh, we're watching two cats right now <laughs> and one of them is just like obsessed with your feet and he's just like he runs after your feet and he's just like all up in it and i'm like please get out of here i i need my six feet of of um of space <laughs> you know um space. and i mean and they also you know they're classic they love small spaces one of them loves dark spaces so he'll hide in like beds and stuff. Yeah, in beds. Um, in beds, and, and you won't notice it because you'll be like, "Oh boy, I can't wait to sleep." And then, <laughs> you know, um, yeah. And they're weird too. I mean, I guess it's just I've never had cats before, so there's like a transition. For yeah, me, you know, 
So I'm not used to it. I don't Me know either. if I would have it again. Yeah. But who knows? I just realized that we say, I can't wait to get in bed. But you're on the bed. You're not in the bed. Interesting. If you were in the bed, you'd be in the mattress, like, between some springs. Mm, that would be <clears> comfortable. I don't think with the springs. I like the idea of, like, being in a cocoon when you sleep. Yeah. I guess that's what um, sleeping bags are. Yeah. But it's not true. the same. I want, like, fluffiness all around me. It would be nice. Yeah. With an air tube. <laughs> um. That's me too. I, I, I it's weird because I love to be cold when I'm sleeping. Yes, yeah. But then bundled myself. Up. Yeah, like, yeah. Like if it's like my body is like a purist, where it's like I need to generate my own heat when I right, sleep. Yeah. And I can't get hot <laughs> from anywhere else. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. And so you don't you you're okay with being quote unquote claustrophobic, like in those in that sense. In that sense, yes. If I feel in control, in in um then I'm okay, but I think it might be this with every claustrophobic person, but mm-hmm. if they don't feel in control and, like, it's too small, then that's... I think that's probably... I, I don't know if I made this connection before, but that's the root of being claustrophobic is you don't feel in control because there's space around... Not enough space around you and you can't do anything or, like, ha- do anything about it. Yeah. And I... <clears throat> the first time I remember that happening was I wrestled in seventh grade, I think. You did? Yeah. No way. Yeah. I wrestled, like, the exact same time. Really? Yeah. How much. long? Um, For three and a half years. Okay. I only did the one year, I think. Oh. Um, why did you stop? Um, A lot of reasons. One thing I, I didn't really like how sometimes it can be, like, really hard. Like, they want you to lose all this weight. And then it's yeah. like becomes unhealthy, yeah. you know, to do that. And also, I, like a friend of mine broke his arm. Mm. I was like, oh, that sounds dangerous yeah. to keep doing this, you know. Right. For for what? I wasn't that good either. So right, like, yeah. You know, what You're am not I gonna doing this for? Um, but yeah, what, what made, were you just like t- testing the waters? Um, I, I literally pretty much tried every sport when I was mm-hmm. a kid. Um, and I, I guess we just tried that one because it, I don't know why I never tried it before, and I tried it then. Mm-hmm. Probably to get in shape for football. It felt like football was always, like, the, the main thing. Yeah. Uh, and I did it that year, and there was no one else in my weight class in my, in, like, the practice. Really? Like, in the school, so in you, my practice. What, you were just that, that light with? of a person. <laughs> That's no, funny. no. What, what was? Um, if you don't mind me, I was asking. I was always a huskier kid, and then yeah. so there's another kid who was probably weighed more than me, but he was. Like I feel like I have a solid athletic base, but he was. I think he was a theater kid, and I don't know why he was in. I I don't know if he was a theater kid at the time, but he ended up being a theater kid, and mm-hmm. I don't know why he was in, wrestling. I, yeah. Man, I was so crazy, because he. He just wasn't athletic and didn't wasn't a mean person and mm-hmm. like you have not that you have to be mean to be um a wrestler but you have to like have a competitive edge edge or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um and he didn't really have that and I, I like to think of myself as a nice person too but I I have like something in me that like kicks in when I feel competitive. Mm-hmm. And he 
just wasn't didn't have like the energy for it and oh. I would just and he just wasn't strong <laughs> and literally like people would be sparring and um and it would just be me like taking you know 15 seconds to get him on the floor mm-hmm. and then once we were on the floor I just sat on him and pushed oh, no. him laying down and me sitting on top of him and just pushing down his his body his body specifically his shoulders because you needed their shoulders to be down for 10 yeah. seconds or whatever for yeah. it to um count so i would literally just do that like you know and then there was no one else i could go against and yeah it's just a cycle of abuse. yeah i just felt like <laughs> like That's we just poor, looked at each other guy. sometimes like let's oh, go again man. like do you want to like make this easier <laughs> like oh, no i don't know like oh i feel so bad and then and then i would get <laughs> in real right and then i'd get in real matches and i'd get smoked because i was i had no competition before and i had no no way to train yeah and like they'd show you different mm-hmm. scales to do but it's hard to practice on someone who's he's really just, easy oh, i feel so bad i'd like to see what he's doing now <laughs> Um, I hope he's in Broadway. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Or he will, when Broadway returns, he will right, be yeah. in Broadway. Yeah, he's training. Um, what yeah. were we talking about before that? Well, I don't even remember. Um, I do like how, like, wrestling I really appreciate, because it's, like, one of the things that really makes you disciplined. Mm. And I really think discipline is, like, I didn't get that. <laughs> You didn't get it. <laughs> you missed that day at the t- t- training. <laughs> I was too busy sitting on top of another little kid. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> He's screaming over. He's like, he, I can't. He literally would like squirm and cry. <laughs> no. Like I forgot about that part. Yeah. It's I'm so sorry terrible. for laughing. I laughed. No, at, I mean like that. Um, it was traumatic for both of us. No. I just wasn't crying. Oh. Man. <laughs> And that's why I quit. Also, you just, like, touch guys too much. I don't care for that. Um, and can't get enough. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you gotta cut that out. You gotta cut that part out. <laughs> no. not, not that it's, like, bad for guys to touch guys and all that crap, but it's just, like, I don't wanna, I don't wanna do it. Yeah. <laughs> Especially one of the worst And memories. you're barely wearing anything. Yeah, and you have to wear a, um... What's it called? It's uh, not a... T- oh, I don't remember what it is. But it's basically a gym suit. And it's like you you yeah, have to be almost skin-to-skin contact Literally. level. Like, yeah. And it's really crazy thinking about how, like, in Greece they did it naked. And I'm like, well, that's Oh, right, crazy. yeah. Well, they, like... They were all gay then. <laughs> and I also want to go back and say... <laughs> like, my... It sounded homophobic saying, like, I don't want to touch guys all the time. But it, it wasn't... You know, it's we'll, not... We'll just cut that yeah, part out. Maybe we won't cut it out. <laughs> no, no. You didn't say anything bad, but... Well, I mean, <clears throat> I, I, for one, will be like, sometimes when you're working out all day and and you have to, like, wrestle, like, four people in a row, you know, you don't smell great at all. Right, and, I mean, yeah. And so it's just like... Those are those are just like, I wish I had, like, a can of Axe spray with mm-hmm. me at all times during that time. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it was nose plugs at least. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. I keep saying I feel like I keep cutting you off. I'm sorry. No, what was I? Discipline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and discipline is just super. 
Cat's laying, <laughs> like straddling the couch right now. It's quirkiness, man. Yeah. Quirky. Um, yeah, discipline, I just think, is just probably one of, there's one of my, like, I'm really grateful to wrestling for that because it's like, I don't know what I'd do if I wasn't, if I didn't learn how to do that stuff, you know? Yeah. Working to extended goals and stuff, you know? Yeah. Delayed gratifications and uh-huh. stuff like that, you know? Yeah. But you know that? Go ahead. Sorry. No, continue. continue. Uh, um, that's interesting, too, because I used to be super into delayed gratification. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember why now. <laughs> what What is it about delayed gratification? It will eventually come to you. I'll be like, oh, it. yeah, that's great. <laughs> I understand, like, it feels better when you wait for it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like that happens a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, just naturally, so... And your anticipation never matches the level of, of achievement? I think it does sometimes, mm-hmm. a lot of times, but um, I used to manufacture it a lot. Yeah. And I think that was probably good for me back then um, to train for real-life instances when you had to do delayed, like, forced to do delayed gratification. Yeah. But now... It happens. It just happens naturally so often that I don't know why you would do it manufact manufact artificially oh, now. Um, yeah. yeah. At my point in life. That's a good point. That is a solid. <clears throat> point. Yeah, I mean, I guess it depends because, I mean, it depends on what we're talking about. Like, if you're talking about, um, like, uh, dinner or something like like this daily task routines. There isn't. There should probably be no reason, right, to do delayed gratification. On daily tasks, that, like or daily things that you could do. Like, I'm not going to drive in my car until I, I don't know, do ten push-ups, right, or, or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um, but then, like, uh, for like creative purposes, you know, that might work better doing delayed gratification or working out. You know, something like that. Because that's like the whole thing of working out, really. What do you mean by that? Well, because you, you're not gonna get any results until I oh, know, until you do until the you work continuously. Yeah. you know, put in the work and put okay. in the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah I and, understand. That. And those things, that's when it's like you kind of have to become like a partial Buddhist, where you're like, <laughs> it's not about the results; it's about yeah. doing it every day yeah. and, and being constant awareness. Right. You know. Yeah. Which. I'm trying to learn how to do that better. Constant awareness in even when you're delaying your gratification, you mean? Or I'm, yeah, I'm, I guess. I guess. Yeah, constant awareness to to uh, make... I read a book called Atomic Habits. You should read it. It's James Clear. Atomic? Atomic Habits. We have like two copies here. My parents are both reading it now. Okay. I finished it. It's a really great book. Shout outs to James Clear. He's a, he's a great guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> great writer. And he talks about... I don't know, it's just like um, setting up habits for yourself to, an uh, example he uses is doing the 1% of something every day is better than 0%. It's like, yeah. um, like going on a walk. One minute of walking is better than 0% walking right, yeah. because 1% over a long period of time is substantial growth. Mm-hmm. So in a week, if you continue to do 1% more every week, yeah, then that's looking at like right. a growth of... Uh, 32% overall yeah. between the 0%. Right. So it's in, in sort of like that's a very, you know, mathematical way to look at it. Yeah. But um, 
to me, it just makes sense to, uh, to, to do things like that. So it's like, you, you look at it like you're an overseeing manager. Like you're like, okay, Dylan is doing a good mm. job with yeah. this. No emotions attached to it, you know? Right. Yeah. And then, but with the eventual like emotional attachment to the received goal. Right. You know I mean? Interesting. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's what he says at least. That's a difficult balance, but that's interesting. I try to do that. I don't know if I want, I guess I'll try to talk about it because I don't really thought about it a lot, but great. <laughs> what? Yeah, sure. Maybe that'll help my uh, intelligence. It's bad podcasting to eat while you're. I didn't know this. That's okay, but you you didn't. No, I certainly. Yeah, it didn't seem. I didn't notice, but um, uh, I don't remember. Yes. Yes. Uh, being yeah. like a manager of yourself, it's yeah. it's so annoying and surprising how much dumb stuff you have to do to. I want to like write a bit about this with stand up, but I don't. I don't know how yet. But mm-hmm. um, it's amazing what you need to do to just like survive in. At, like, a normal, whatever I consider normal level yeah. of being me. Of <laughs> <laughs> being you, Tommy Wade, or being, like, a, just being an adult? Just being an adult, I guess. Okay. Like, you, I have to write so much down for me to remember later. Yeah. And, like, a lot of times I don't feel like dealing with something. Even, like, text. I get a text and mm-hmm. I screenshot it. So I'll look back at it in my photos later and be like, oh, I got to text that person. Mm-hmm. So... I do stuff like that to try to, like, keep myself focused on stuff. Mm-hmm. And in the shower, I think I talked about this on other podcasts, but I, I, every time I shower, which is, like, two or three times a week, um, <laughs> no, um, uh, is I tell myself who I am. Oh. Like, I'm, I'm, like... Yeah, ground yourself. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind, I'm slow to anger, I'm generous... Um, I am loving, people love me, uh, um, I am enjoyment, I'm the embodiment of enjoyment. I am success. I am success. <laughs> I haven't done I am that not one there yet. as you pull off your face. <laughs> That's from American Psycho, but anyway, it's oh, listeners. Yes. Great, great movie. Yes. I have to watch that again now, because I forgot about that part. Oh, um, Continue. okay. Um, I love that movie. Um, but uh, I say, like, I am open to new experiences, I am accepting of what is, that stuff. And also a weird thing is, I have a girlfriend now, I think this is the first podcast since I had a girlfriend. And, um, (laughs) thank you. Um, and she said I'm, I'm not good at, um accepting of what is, even though that's, like, I would call that my thesis of life right now is trying to be obs- accepting of what is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also am obsessed with the idea of like the perfect way to do something. Oh. So I'm trying to balance that because I do, I like that part of me where I'm, because it's so perfection. fun. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. so fun getting the perfect thing. Um, mm. And you know when it is the perfect thing? Um, not always, but like if it's like for food. Like, obviously, with takeout, like, we 
do it like not as much but especially during the takeout era the pandemic (laughs) um it was like ah this is like not crispy enough because it was in a box for 10 minutes before don't do any fried food takeout yeah i i learned that and like just stuff like that i always complain about little stuff like that because i think perfection is in the details and Mm. um i interpret details as love um so if uh if someone doesn't take care of the little things, I don't feel seen or cared about or loved. So, (laughs) um, so like little stuff, like I can't think of another thing besides food, which is really embarrassing, but, um, I don't know, like putting a period at the end of a sentence or something when you're texting me, like that's not a real one, but, um, that might be something that is when you're not, when you don't feel like the, what you're doing is equal to what they're doing. Right, yeah. So, yeah, yeah there's like a distance yeah. there. Uh-huh. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. See, so it's like, that must be really hard when you're trying to like create something like in uh, work or art. Is that why it's like hard for you sometimes to like find like the inspiration or something? Because you want to make the everything the perfect way? Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, and I... I'd like to hear what you have to say about it because I know you're a perfectionist as well and you, like in your uh, Tribune Review um, article, you what? say you always like to flip back a couple of pages and scribble Yeah. because um, you're a perfectionist that way. So um, I don't remember what you asked me, but do you want to talk about how you're a perfectionist? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm a, I mean, it's, it's, I don't know, you call me with my pants down. I've... I've <laughs> I need to think this through. Okay, I'm sorry. No, no. Uh, perfectionist, yeah, I mean, I am, I, I guess, you know, like, but I, I'm trying to grow out of it and being like, if I can just hit something on the board, it doesn't have to be a bullseye, but if I can just hit the board mm-hmm. in general, then I can be happy with myself, Right. you know? That's why I had to, like, um, release, like, this music, like, yeah. just yesterday, because well, another thing, too was just because it was like this I've been holding on to it for like 2 months now uh-huh. and it was done it yeah. was complete and I was like what am I waiting for right, yeah. what am, what am I actually waiting for yeah. right now and then like you could you texted me hey you want to do a podcast and I was like well yeah but I I got so nervous about it because mm-hmm. I just I don't like the idea of just being like oh no everything is going to be what am I going to say I'm not yeah. going to say the perfect thing yeah. you know I'm very judgmental of myself uh-huh. um and this, but then I was like, wait, if I just do something even scarier than that, it'll make this look, you know, really easy. So I, you know, so it's, I think, I don't know. I think it's just like, I don't know how that deals with perfectionism. So that's probably more of a, that's probably a very toxic thing that I just did, described. But. Um, no, I think it helped you get to... Like, in a weird way, the podcast helped you get to to a place where you're comfortable to throw out the... Not throw out. Yeah, no, put but... Put out the... It is. It, it did kind of throw it yeah. out, yeah. Which you, I guess, have to do at a point. Yeah, you just have... Yeah, I always hear think about the phrase, you just have to throw up your hands at some point and be like, this is what it is. Yeah. Um. So you... But it's really hard it's to get so it going it, personally, and it's hard to let it go. Yeah. I think it's the best part is in the middle. Or for me, I just I feel like I just I 
try to th- just do whatever I want, throw yes. it all on yeah, the wall, yeah, yeah. which is the funnest part. I, I think. know, and that's where I've been for two years with this music. Has just yeah. been like consistently just throwing things on the wall really? and being like, I'm just never gonna release this. I'm just yeah. gonna keep doing it, and keep doing it. Yeah. Um, but then like just forcing yourself to be like, no, you have to have a goal, you have to have a reason why, and you have to move into next generation of your life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh huh. So. I don't know. Right now, I feel like I'm moving into a next phase of my life because I'm moving out, right? Like in a week, yeah. And so it's just a big, big changes all around. Crazy, yeah. <sighs> we have so many irons in the fire. Fire. I feel like I, I don't even know where to. I feel like we could talk about perfection the whole time, but yeah. Um, it's so crazy too. Like when you see something in someone else and that they do it perfectly and then they were like not satisfied with it yeah which is so i don't know it's i guess it's heartbreaking you know because that just shows that that's the same with everybody oh yeah it's also unifying though it's unifying yeah but it's also in a personal level it's like it's like the pursuit of unlim- like being rich you know that Jeff, Jeff Bezos doesn't care about having a hundred billion dollars. He wants two hundred billion. Does he really? Is well, that is that like? Well, I'm, I'm sure he cares. Yeah, he, I yeah, mean, but he, I, like, I'm sure that he doesn't wake, look out in the bed, and he looks at his bank account. He looks at the bank account to be right, know? right, right. Which yeah. people could say that's ambition. Other people could say that's obsession. Right. And it depends, I guess, on your worldview. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, I think it's important to set goals so that you know that you achieve them. Um, but then I guess you always want to set more goals. Because there's a point where you're like, all right, I, I'm top 10 richest people on earth. Mm-hmm. Um, do I still need to care about how much money I have? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I heard... Um, uh, the guy who owns the Mavericks, um, who's from Pittsburgh, Mount Lebanon. Oh. Andrew uh, Carney. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. yeah. No. Uh, the guy that's still alive. Shoot. Mark Cuban? Yes. He, um, He's from Pittsburgh. Yeah, Mount Lebanon. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm. Um, I, yeah. Uh, anyway, so I, I, I don't remember why I saw this, but he <clears throat> was on, he was like getting interviewed and he's, he was comparing himself. He was like a billionaire. He is yeah. a billionaire. Yeah. And he was comparing himself to other billionaires. And he had, he said he had to stop himself and be like, wait, I'm a billionaire. That's like a paraphrase. But like, it's so crazy how you have to be like that obsessed. I don't know if you have to, but it seems like a lot of people are that obsessed with being whatever they want to be like a billionaire. Mm-hmm. And then they are still so obsessed with it and don't not know how to not be obsessed with it even mm. when they made it yeah and that's like their, a curse yeah that becomes their whole ideology right yeah it's like who they are too like it's i'm gonna be a billionaire and then yeah yeah because that's also a thing too identity crisis mm-hmm. how do you know what goals when you're starting how do you know what goals that you have are the right goals yeah because you can have an identity crisis at that point where it just becomes like a whole process of like is my whole life a lie if I don't do what I've been doing for the last 15 years that's made right. me successful? Yeah. Does that mean I'm no longer who I am supposed to? Who right. I'm, 
like if if Mark Cuban is like throws up his hands and like, well, you know what? I'm just going to become a philanthropist now. Yeah. You know, how much would that destroy his reputation? How much would that, you know, like in yeah. in his eyes, he would be like right. the risks are way too much, mm-hmm. and so he can't do things that people like us who are not there would be yeah. like, of course we'd be a philanthropist, yeah. you know? Of course we would do these these things to help people because his his identity has been built around something different and his personality is now built in that world. Right. So you're saying like if um if he decided to be a philanthropist, he would no longer be considered one of the best business people. Well, or into it in his own self right. eye. You know, oh, okay. I think. Hmm. Well, because I don't know. I really don't know him that well. Right. I mean, we're talking about general. Generic, bit, the, yeah. Yeah. yeah Generic. So one of them. I don't know, man. I. I mean, because then you have people like uh, Andrew Carnegie too, because yeah. you know he he had a big change of heart. Yeah. You know, he was one of the biggest philanthropists mm-hmm. of his time. Yeah. Um, and this city owes a lot to him. Yeah. Personally. Mm-hmm. But then again, like. Would you say like, well, if there was a million dollars of of like small businesses that that money went to, what would Pittsburgh look like instead? Interesting. Who, who knows? Yeah, who knows? I mean, that's more. It's so hypothetical. Hard. Yeah, it's but. it's hard to know any of that. But he was, I kind of get them confused because there was like mm-hmm. Andrew Carnegie and something Frick guy. Yeah, I think he was his right hand man. Oh, really? Frick. Interesting. Is, I. Uh, I read like a par- paragraph <laughs> of like the history of Pittsburgh. It's yeah. this huge book. I didn't read it all. It's, <laughs> I have like dedicated books to be like, if I'm not sleeping, this yeah, is what I read okay. to make me fall asleep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that one did it for you in the paragraph. <laughs> yeah. Very quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one. I have, um, like, a textbook for my school. I think it's, like, a philosophy textbook. Uh-huh. That does it really well. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so I remember one of them. It's, uh, like, I remember re- reading, listening to this in, in school, like, in who knows what grade, like, maybe seventh when I was beating up that tubby kid <laughs> while you're beating him. yeah um yeah <laughs> in social studies i have him just pinned down like listening um i'm missing theater practice <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, what was i saying yeah all, all them i have to do this i'm sorry <laughs> I need to be a billionaire by 23, so I need to do both of these things at the same time. Uh, so, I I remember hearing about all the, like, founding fathers, quote-unquote, of Pittsburgh, but yeah. they all run together because it was in seventh grade and I was busy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, so, I think, yeah, um, Carnegie was considered ruthless, and then yeah. eventually he was like, psych, I want to be a good guy, so I'm going <laughs> to donate all this money to a library and a theater and yeah. a university. Yeah. So, I don't know, that's interesting. Uh, don't know who the Mellon is in Carnegie Mellon. I don't know anything about His daughter that. Melanie? I don't know. I just oh. made that up. Yeah. Short it for Mellon? Yeah. <laughs> it's one of the new My Daughter. Carnegie <laughs> Mellon. 
<laughs> Melon, come here. <laughs> uh, oh man, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. It see, it's in- interesting too because people talk about JD Rockefeller too with like a difference than Andrew Carnegie, even though. There, I guess he was richer than J.D. Rockefeller. He had to be, right? Just because yeah. New York. But, like, I guess when I hear rich people talk, they mention J.D. Rockefeller as, like, imagine being him. You know, right, like yeah. admiration. Yeah. I don't know if they say that about Andrew Carnegie. I think he's just not as well-known because there's 30 Rock and, like, Rockefeller, Rockefeller Center in, in New York, and that's, like, a big hub for things. And, yeah, right. Um, but I don't... I don't was he? Did he have a turn of heart too, or or is that what you're saying? Okay. No, yeah, he never had a turn of heart. I think he was, um, according in American history, he would be the richest person alive ever. Ever, maybe it was beaten recently. Okay. But um, for a while, he, yeah. he had like an estimated of like, I don't know, like two hundred billion dollar net worth. Wow. Because he owned like everything and yeah, time. that was like before monopolies. Like before monopolies were banned, or I don't yeah, remember. well, I I think that was the Gilded Age. I'm pretty sure. I don't know what that before. Means. So like, yeah, the Gilded Age. Um, that was before. That was in your one Teddy paragraph. Roosevelt. <laughs> <laughs> Teddy wrote before Teddy Roosevelt, and that was like a time when you had a lot of like big corporations coming out and like yeah. bad business practices. Oh yeah, okay. And then before there was a lot of like unions and like regulations yeah. and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, yeah, and so that's that was I don't know why it's called the Gilded Age. That yeah, I don't know what gilded means. Yeah, I'm I, I'm gonna look this up, but I see. I used the word. I'm I'm just so thankful for podcasts with my vocabulary because I never thought of my vocabularies. I thought it was always like uh, right above average, like the minimal to like not sound stupid, mm-hmm. and. Um, now it sounds like I'm bashing my girlfriend, but my girlfriend is always like, what does that mean? Um, and I don't, she's not dumb. Like she, she's going to be a teacher and she took a bunch of tests and she passed the first time, which don't, people don't usually do anyway. Just, just saying that she's not dumb, but she always asks what, what, not always, sometimes I'm, I'm digging a hole. I don't know why I'm doing that, but I, I used the word yesterday with her. Oh, because I, I asked the question right after we were talking about, hey, quiet down. It's the cats. Snake. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I said snake. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, you were saying she. Like- I, I said... I said a question after a conversation we had, mm-hmm. and then she said, like, where did that come from? And I was like, oh, no, it's not related to what we were saying. It was a non sequitur. And I just heard that word that day um, when I said it and in a podcast, and that's why it, like, made me, reminded me of that word to say. Oh. And um, so I just, Thank she asked me sometimes, yeah, yeah, like, how how I have a, good vocabulary and i think it's podcast and rap yeah um morpheus orpheus 
go get some porous you go and have some oyster sauce <laughs> is that just the that's a from the eric andre oh yeah i don't remember that part what is it it's like an end credit thing where it's oh. hannibal boris and he's dressed up as morpheus and he's drinking a thing yes yes yeah that's funny it's a great show um, great show i haven't seen the new season yet is there a new season yeah season five he like shaved off all of his hair really um Apparently, I, I did watch one of his clips, and it's very funny. He he uh, pranks somebody, pretends to be uh, someone with, like, cemented feet. He comes out of, like, the, um, what's the the river in New York? Uh, the Carnegie River. The Carnegie River. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and he comes out of yeah. it, and, like, just, like, some worker, he's like, hey, buddy, you need some help? And then Eric Andre's like, I'm hiding from Tony Montoni. <laughs> and then... And he like hides in like the bushes somewhere, and yeah. then some like Italian mobster comes up, and the guy's just like confused. Yeah. His anyway, it's. Did you see his new movie with Lil Rel? It's really good. It's really good. It's I loved it. One, one crazy scene, but uh, uh, a lot of that. crazy scenes. But um, you, yeah, we'll, we'll the we're... Gilded Age <laughs> history lesson here. You're gonna um, fall asleep. Listen. To <laughs> it's from Mark Twain. Uh, which he made a book in 1873 okay. called The Gilded Age, A Tale of Today <laughs> um, that satirizes the promise of the Golden Age after the Civil War. It was co-opted in the hmm. 1920s by historians in order to label that time period. Interesting. And it pretty much ended during what we would call the progressive area with Teddy Roosevelt and hmm. um, what's his name? Taft. Henry Taft? John Taft? Something I want to say Jerry, but Jerry Springer. He is old. Anyway. <laughs> um, uh, anyway. I also wanted to say one of the things I remember we said and kind of skipped over because we're um, flowing so nicely. Yeah. Um, I don't like delaying gratif- delayed gratification because I think it's because I listened to um the book uh the power of now mm-hmm. and that kind of brainwashed me into like why not like i why would you why not now yeah like well, just why not now um that's true and it's that's true it's a really good book i think i probably referenced it already um <laughs> i just want to make sure the thing's still going uh it does look like um like a heart rate monitor right now on a Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. See, it's not even whatever. See if I care. <laughs> so um, we're just going to rely on this guy? Yeah, I guess so. Okay. I don't know what else to do. I'm glad we have this guy. Um, yeah. But, uh... He's a good guy. It's a good guy. But, yeah, delaying gratification... Like, why would you delay your happiness? Is your happiness the result? No, I th- I think... Or it, the action of doing it? Yeah, the, whatever you're doing right now, you should try to be happy and accept what it is, which is, like, my motto, accept whatever it is. Um, if that means working really hard to get to what you... Not to get what you want, to what you want, you just just working really hard if that makes you happy and you can find happiness in that um mm-hmm. yeah you, yeah it's hard to explain he he explains it really 
nicely, obviously. But if you want to do something in the future, but you, you still want to enjoy the present while you're doing that thing, and then just always enjoy everything. Always enjoying everything? <laughs> yeah, just like... like the positive outlook type of thing? Mm, no, I guess, but no. It's not that, like, simple, I guess. Just everyone read that book. <laughs> <laughs> the power of now. Yeah, the... Like, if you want to do something, do it. Shoot, I, 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 I totally lost the thread of that. If you want to do something... If you're afraid to do something, just do it sort of thing. Like, if you want to ask, like, a girl out, yeah. better do it now than do it, wait for the perfect time type of idea. I think there's definitely an element of that. I'm not sure. There's some truth there. I can't. For some reason, it's just, like, not clear to me anymore. It's okay. Um, yeah. You know, there's a lot of truth in that, I think. There's, a, like, a... I don't know if it was the Dalai Lama or just a monk that said, you know, um, that when a glass jar filled with water is sitting on a table, you know, one day it will eventually be destroyed. And before it, it was just a grains of sand. And sorry, I mis mistakenly said this. So, but then one day, very soon, it will be destroyed. It will never ex exist ever again. Mm -hmm. So every second with it is a gift. Right. So I think that kind of is what you're kind of saying, where you got to accept the current time, like accept the moment. Yes, for sure. And but allow was... yourself to be there. Yeah. Sort of idea. Mm -hmm. For sure. I mean, that, absolutely. But I was trying to... Um tie it into perfectionism like you just have to always be happy with the work that you're doing but you that's that's the see you can't i think why because like i like i'm okay with having a bad day making uh -huh. something but i accept that it's not the best thing i can ever do but i accept that it could maybe lead to something better right but I know that I'm not going to use it. Like when you're writing in a journal, mm -hmm. you're not going to read it again. Yeah. But it's going to lead you to somewhere maybe you will be a better writer. Yeah. See, that's what I'm going towards is that delayed gratification. You know? uh -huh. That's the eventual you don't even notice that you're a better writer because that's just how much rounds. Right, right, right. Yeah. But you're also true. You want to do it unless it did it right now. Yeah. So with the walking 1% a day, I think you, if that's something you decide to do, I think you have to in, accept it at least, not, not enjoy it, but accept it. And that's the difference. I, I kept like getting tied in with happiness for some reason, oh. but just accepting it and finding a peace in it mm. is, is the way to do it. And what I don't like about delayed gratification is you're delaying your happiness. And you're like, I'm not going to be happy. Mm. Like, this is... Tied emotions to it. Right, yeah. yeah. So, um, I don't... Uh... Don't drink that. No. <laughs> the cat is now an alcoholic. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's alcohol. Um, the cat drank out of a mug. Not ours, but um. Ah shoot, where it's were okay. we? It's okay. It's okay. We were talking finding about finding a piece in the now, even though yeah, we don't know what I was saying. Because you're tying. I'm gonna be. I I won't be happy until I have a car. Yeah. Right. 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 Which is that you're right. Yeah. That's, that's what. That's, yeah. That's toxic. Right. I won't be happy until I find the prettiest person in my life, and then I'll marry right. them. Mm-hmm. Well, they're not always gonna be pretty, or, <laughs> or you know, I mean, or they're you're not always gonna have a good day. Yeah. You know, or yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. So. See, and people would say, you know what, can I just go off on a little Absolutely, tangent? absolutely. People would say, you know, what you're saying is, is really, you know, this is kid stuff. But I think there's a lot of truth to what you're, to, to, to what even, what people would say is kid stuff. There's so much truth there. And there's so many, like, universal things. What, what's the say. kid stuff? Being like, well, you don't, um, uh, don't work, st- Appreciate your friends, yeah. stuff like that. You know, like those like things that you would see as like that. You know how what South Park always parodies at the end, where it's like today I learned stuff. Oh no, I, I don't know. I just don't take all it. this stuff out. Take everything. Okay, no, 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 no. It's good. I just I'm but not, I guess getting it. Continue what you're saying. Um, just that. Shoot, I keep forgetting. When you talk, I remember, and then I forget when you throw it to me. Uh, delaying happiness. Power of now. Uh, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> um, with, like, Christianity and that being, like, pounded into me, um, that was, like, all about delayed gratification. Like, nothing mm. matters right now. Mm. Um, and you're living for when you die, after mm. you die. Um, yeah. So that was, like, super ingrained in me. Mm. And, um, yeah. and then the power of now came into my life. It wasn't that simple. Like I just read the book and that was it. There's like a lot leading up to that and all that crap. But, um, so yeah, I don't, I don't think Christianity should be so into, I mean, just, just in my experience at least, um, shouldn't be so into only like Mm -hmm. nothing matters now. Just it's all about heaven or hell. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a really. I don't want to get too deep in the theologies. You can. I. This is the place to do it. Because <laughs> this is the modernist of talks. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know, because it it is. That's what when you go to like some churches and stuff. It's all about when you know. But when Jesus comes back, you know the rights will be wrong. Mm-hmm. The wrongs will be righted. Yeah. The rights will be ascended. Yeah. And prosperity and peace on the earth Mm -hmm. you know um and a lot of people's outlooks that are i've heard from older people is like you know uh maybe it's about like i don't know environmental stuff you Mm -hmm. know and they're like oh you know we're not going to worry about it because it's not going to be our generation right you know we don't have to you know so to me it's it's a Mm self-sabotage you know yeah it's just it's like uh it, I'm not going to say it is laziness, but I think it could promote laziness. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, what 
the power of now, I bet, says... Right. Is, <laughs> <laughs> is you just got to keep every every day, or not every day, but you've got to keep going at it, trying to keep yourself in the now. Yeah. Maybe working towards... Or working on things. Yeah. Maybe, and you could say that, yeah. you know, if you're working on making the world a better place... Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean just wait until someone else does it. That right. means doing everything you can yeah. today, tomorrow, mm-hmm. every day, and that's exhausting. Yeah. But that's something you might have to do. Yeah. Great. Thank you for that. Um, is there anything else you want to say? That was nice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't have anything to add to that part, I don't think. Uh, we didn't even... I mean, we haven't looked at the questions. page yet. This is like a dream <laughs> podcast. Like, Really? Yeah, I mean, I'm always afraid that I don't... That, this isn't your paper, dude. Your paper's on the ground. Cat! <laughs> I blame you! <laughs> um, I don't call them by their names. I just call them cat. Uh, I'm also going uh, to go full mask off here. I am uh, really obsessed with the Android Andrew Lloyd Webber musical, Cats. Oh, yeah. Not even kidding. Not even being sarcastic. I actually really like it. Really like it. Really? Yeah, I'm not even being sarcastic. Like, I enjoy it. I listen to it on a regular basis. No, you don't. I I do. I really do. I can (laughs) tell you what the best songs are. I can even say that the the remake got some better songs than the original. Wow. People are going to kill me for saying that. Yeah. The I understand out there. why you're afraid to be on this podcast. I know. I'll have to edit this out. <laughs> People need to know this stuff, though. I think so. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> what? Why do you like it? He wants to go into any dark place. Yeah. He's, like, smelling Tommy's backpack. Yeah, the um, black backpack. Yeah, the, this is the black cat. His name is... Um, Blinkers. Boots. Yeah. Boots because he has like w- little white spots on his paws. Uh-huh. Um, he's sweet. He's he's a sweet guy. Uh, yeah. Quit yeah. trying to to derail off of your your. <laughs> uh, I'm not anything to him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, just a hand that feeds. <laughs> what do you mean by you like cats? <laughs> Are we really going down here? <laughs> I mean, just it's, like give them something so okay. people could understand, maybe. Well, I mean, you know, man, I think I was judgmental of it before walking into it, and I was just trying to be like, you know, I, I, I was curious before I started listening to it again, being like, like Andrew, the reason there's a reason why this is really popular. There's a reason. why... I thought it wasn't popular. Well, the movie's really bad. Oh. I can say that pretty objectively, oh, okay. except for one or two songs. All right. But the reason why the musical's been around for 40 years, there oh. has to be a reason. You're saying the not musical, the movie. The, which is based off of the right, musical, right, right, right. which is a Broadway okay. smash. Okay. Android Lloyd Webber, okay. 1982? Sure. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, there's a reason for that. Yeah. And so I kind of did a little research on it. Um, and I will be able to spend the next three hours describing it. <laughs> no, no. I'll fall asleep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think it's one thing. It's really funny. 
if you consider it from a lens of like these cats are all insane and evil and mm. they're all just like talking about themselves uh-huh. and they're all there's this music that's really catchy and really fun and like some of the songs are so silly you just can't help but being like okay yeah okay. i like this you know i okay. like it I'll allow that. <laughs> I thought you meant the movie. The movie's weird, okay. man. It's like uh, it's like trying to make a movie off of the the the, the Swan Lake, you know the the dance. Yeah. And it's like, how are you gonna make a movie off of the silence and like dancing? Right. You know. Yeah. It's like it doesn't work. It doesn't translate. Okay. You know, or um, what's another, like a movie making a movie off of like a Van Gogh painting. You know, it's like, mm. what do you have? You have, like, uh, a few ideas and elements, yeah. but you don't have what it takes to make a movie. Interesting. Unless you're Tom Hooper. Tom Tooper. Who's that? He's the director. Why did you reference him? Because, I mean, he thought he did have something to did make he, a movie. Did he do a Van Gogh movie? No, he did Cats. Oh, he made oh, the movie oh, Cats. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he obviously thought he had enough, but, <laughs> you know... We all know how that really went. Yeah, I mean, Eight that's... Razzie nominations or something. <laughs> something terrible. Something really, really bad. I'm sure that, I'm sure there's a podcast dedicated to why Cats is so bad. The movie. Oh, yeah. Um, they don't use a metronome in a musical. They don't use a metronome in a musical to make music. They don't have the click. Yeah. They don't have the click. When... When your whole musical is based off of music, yeah, <laughs> and and it's the songs that people like, yeah, and then you have the the singers kind of going off of their own what they th- remember right, the songs yeah. to be in their head, yeah. and a pianist who's desperately right. trying to cover okay. for them, yeah, then the music is not going to be that good. Interesting. Okay. So that's the main. Sorry, this is where it gets into the really the, cats, the rants the and musical, stuff. The but, podcast. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> this show has become something no one really cares about <laughs> <laughs> i just wanted you to defend yourself because i thought you were defending the movie cats the, the movie cats yeah. yeah i thought people would want to hear why you thought that was good but okay yeah um i'm not that much of a trashy person <laughs> anyway i want to because i'm afraid we didn't, never really um talked about the racism thing <laughs> Oh, but I kept saying it. So now I want to wrap that part up just that I I never like cats because it seemed like they always attacked me for some reason. So, um, and then Dylan said that's like why racism happened or something. And I was trying to think like, oh, is that, do you think why that's actually why people, like people just assume that they hated them so they hated them back. And then one side did hate them already but it's because they already thought they hated them so what's going on here in america (laughs) you have the answers i don't know (laughs) i have no idea yeah i guess we shouldn't even really the end of the day there's a lot of people out there who are really just they have a bad worldview about what other people they and they they have a really bad um view of themselves and what their ideals are for what the world is supposed to be Mm. you know like and those people i don't know how to help them like those white supremacists and yeah like i don't know you can't talk to them you can't 
I don't know what to do. Yeah. You know about that stuff. It's people way smarter than me probably are thinking about it right now. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I guess that's how we should leave it because yeah. I don't know what else to say because I'm just some guy. Yeah. He's not. Like, I mean, racism is bad. Yeah. Um. So how do we know each other? <laughs> this is usually right at the top. <laughs> this is so cool. Like, I, I don't know if I've ever gone this long with. I mean, I have a few times maybe, but I've. This is one of the few times I've gone so long without. Yeah. Even looking at the page. We so. should maybe wrap it up sooner or later because I'm getting a little hungry. I know. For, but for, I, uh, we're going to this wing place um, for lunch. Yeah. It's it's really good. Yeah. One thing I'm excited about in Atlanta, there's like a lot of wing spots as well. Really? Which I'm excited for. Have you seen Atlanta? The, the show? show? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, there's a thing where they... Have you heard of lemon pepper wings? Yes, It's like yes. salted or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a thing called lemon pepper wet, where it's like yes. the sauce. Have you had it? I Well, yeah, wing, uh, wing stop. Really? They have that? Yeah, they have all those. They have a lot of things. Oh. I wonder garlic. if it was pre or post Atlanta episode. Cause it, Maybe I haven't had it. Because yeah. they, they made it sound like no one has ever done it. I'd have to watch it again, but like it's two ingredients. Like they found this. Yeah, but how do you make it wet? Ingredients. You just get Whatever. lemon, and then you get some. I guess. Pepper salt. I guess like lemon zest. I don't know. Anyway, garlic. Is it garlic too? No, it's okay. just because it's called uh, back to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they didn't hear that part, but there was garlic <laughs> in in Dylan's pour over uh, coffee, right? Pour over. Yeah, yeah. Um, somehow there was garlic in there, so we have garlic coffee. Um, but it's okay, because I'm Italian. Hey, buddy. The, uh, the cat smelled the tip of my, uh, well-composed, <laughs> um, finished the sentence. Pencil. <laughs> pencil. Uh, um, so how do we know each other? So, oh, what yeah. was... That's a story. Were you in that class where I rapped? Yes, I was. I was sitting behind you. We were in the same breakout. You were sitting behind me? Yeah. I was sitting next to, do you remember Maria? Were we in the same little class together? Yeah. Are you serious? And I always sat behind you in the, the big class. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We were in the same English 102 class. Yeah. It was my freshman year, um, my second semester. Yeah, I think it was your, whatever, like, fourth semester, I guess. Maybe. Yeah. I don't remember at all. And, um, yeah, and so I I remember <laughs> I remember talking to you because you did your, your, your yeah, rap. Yeah. I was like, man, I really liked it. And you're like, yeah, thank you, dude. And he's like, yeah, I, I'm going to rap tonight as well because there was going to be a, a um, open mic, open mic okay. that same night. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> and then... <laughs> And I, I don't know what else happened after Was that. it in the Garbanzo line? It um, It wasn't in the line. It was in that loft area near the line. And there was... Huh. I performed my song. I was very awkward. Um, and you, you killed it, though, I remember, because there was a comedian. He, he's like a stand-up comedy guy, Tommy Waite. <laughs> um, yeah, you're talking to me like, like I'm not here. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was... I remember because 
I was like, there he is. There he goes. <laughs> and my friends were like, that's Tommy Wait. Did I they? I told them about you. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's so cool. And then here we are in full circles. <laughs> full circles. Yeah. Um, and then we were in the same film class. Film right, right, right. Together. So, yeah. Coincidentally. So my side of that story is, I don't even know how the, the teacher, like, found me out or whatever. Yeah. But... That was weird. Do you remember how that happened? Oh. Was it like after a test or something? I remember I I took an extra credit thing with her because I always need extra credit. <laughs> um and the um I'm actually still a little bit mad about this, but um I I there's this prompt about I don't even remember what it is now, but it was you had to write a, a uh, essay handwritten in like 40 minutes or whatever oh. and i wrote it and she loved it and um but she wouldn't let me uh like have the paper or like mm. make a take a picture of it or anything she's like no you you can't do that and and then she like threw it away or something because after she graded it i was like can i have it and she's like oh no sorry I don't get that. But anyway, she, it made an impression on her somehow. And, and I was like, oh, I also write raps if that interests you. I don't know. I guess that's how it came up. I was just like, I also write other things. And then she read them and she was like, I like them. Do you want to perform it in class? <laughs> Which, when does that ever happen? It's so silly. So, it was like a spotlight came on. Dominic, and she like took like... There was no spotlight. It was like 15 minutes out of class. And she was like, we got to all focus on this right there. Was it? And it was the main class too because we had breakout sections too. Yeah, so there's one big class with like 200? Is that yeah, too much? something. I don't anyway, know. a lot of kids and then there's like 15... Uh, people in like the breakout classes or whatever and I never really talked to anyone else in that class I don't think I don't think because just I I didn't like to talk to anyone at that point before Mm -hmm. at that point in my college career but yeah um so I I probably didn't ever turn around um did we talk to each other in in class I mean like like a couple times really I think we checked each other's like uh, Some sort of thing. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, um, but yeah, dude, I just I don't know. I remember that stuff. I guess. That's good. I mean, more. I wish I did, <laughs> especially now that we're like really good friends. Um, I wish okay. I remembered. It's okay. Yeah. Our genesis. Just cry going. about it. Every night. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and then we had the same cohort professor, um, Darrell Nelson. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a great guy. Um, yeah, and but we were the survivors out of the like four other people that left his cohort. Not because of him, but because of extraneous circumstances. Was it just two, or was it four? With Brandon Johnson, yeah. Sarah um, B. 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 Booth. And then um, could have sworn Jeremiah Hopkins. Was he in us? Yeah, he was in us. Huh, okay. So, those three. So, it wasn't four. I'm sorry, I lied. That's all right. Um, and, yeah, so... That is weird. That is... And there's only, like, 20 people yeah. in the whole thing. So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> to lose, like, you don't really lose anybody most of the time. Right, yeah. In those things. Because it's so, like, here's the thing, guys. <laughs> Two years, just doing film school stuff. Yeah. 
you know, it's intensive. You don't really have a break, um, and that's all you learn. Mm -hmm. So if you're not in it all the way, you know, right. what can you do? Yeah. Anyway, that, yeah. So, so we were in the same, like, little class of 20 again, mm -hmm. but this time we liked each other. <laughs> <laughs> um, and... I also want to go back a little bit for some reason. I want to say, like, in my memory, it was, we were in Garbanzo line, and maybe it was someone else, and that's why I think it's the Garbanzo line, but someone came up to me and was like, I really like your thing. You're in, you're in the blah, blah, blah class, right? I was like, oh, yeah, thanks. And he was like, I, I do rapping, too. I was like, oh, cool. And I didn't know what to say, like... What do you say to that? I don't know, yeah. And I Good job, kid. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I haven't written a lot since like I wrote my first album or whatever, so <laughs> I wasn't gonna be like, let's clap because I don't I don't know if I'll ever go back to it. I'd like to, but anyway. I also didn't know you or whoever that was talking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. That could have been me. That right. I don't know. I I feel like it was, but it I, could just be my memory, like trying to depends. make connections. Yeah, I can't because when I get stressed out about stuff, I either I remember like every detail of something, mm -hmm. or I just completely block it out. Yeah. I don't know. It's never. It's never like passively remembering yeah. things. But I really love that we had that like experience before we were like really friends that's yeah really cool it's, to me. it's a fun podcast story <laughs> you know? it exists for this medium right now <laughs> um, playing the long game and then so we just got close to each other mm -hmm. i mean just gradually i guess i can't remember like a yeah well uh, for some reason i learned you from pittsburgh Right, right, yeah. right. And yeah, that's how we were like, oh yeah, Pittsburgh guy. Right, yeah, you know? yeah. And, and then and then you that's were right. in the quads also, during when I was in the quads. Really. And then, <laughs> coincidentally, also we were like right across from each other in uh, when we went to apartment houses. Right. And in college. I remember that. Which is a pure coincidence too. Yeah, weird. Which was it's we didn't really make use of that to be honest. I like, know, I know. It was like maybe like three times. Yeah. One time being. Um, uh, well, filming your movie, right. which was just like crazy that was experience pretty, as well. Uh, convenient. Yeah. But yeah, who knows? Yeah. So yeah, we, everyone went around and said where they're from and like what their favorite movie was or something. That's yeah. how everyone introduced themselves. Um, and so obviously we're like, oh, what are the odds there's a Pittsburgh kid in here in Virginia? Yeah. And, um. So that's how we kind of like had a base knowledge of each other, and then, mm -hmm. um, uh, yeah, and then we were apartment neighbors right across from each other. That was really cool. Yeah, this is you already said all this. I don't know why I'm re-saying it. Um, I guess I'm trying to think of what else uh, brought us together. Oh yeah, so I wanted to get to. Then you asked me to be your first AD. Yeah. Um, on your what's left of Barry movie yes. thesis award winning. Um, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's um. Let me get it right here. Um, uh, I think it's uh, honorable, honorable mention. mention in the best original story category. Yeah. Um, and uh, very nice, very, very nice. nice. I'd like to take credit for it, um, <laughs> mostly. <laughs> Tommy was giving me notes. Which <laughs> yeah, like, like the why is this this? <laughs> the first idea has nothing to do with the story. No, um, that's so. the part of their job. That's. The first AD's job. Yeah. Just, they're the 
They're like the, the, the vibe of the set. Well, I want to talk about that. We're skipping way ahead, but now that we're like... We gotta wrap this up, Tommy. I'm hungry. <laughs> we have to at least do two hours. Two hours? We're already hour 21. What? Oh my god. You don't think? Can we do hour 30? That's... That's nine, nine minutes. Even, that's nine minutes. That's fine. Come on, you dude. Know how many things we did. We did one nine, That's point. three songs. That's three of the Beatles songs, the best songs ever oh. made. <laughs> we could do that in nine minutes. I don't know what that means. You know, you, um, oh, my guitar gently weeps. Okay, that's like more like four minutes. But. Do you want to eat and then come back to this? No, because then the vibe will be completely different. I know. That's why that's, I want to. It has to be two hours. That's like the minimum. That's the minimum? Yeah, you don't listen to Modern Talk, Joe? not listen to it that often. I'm sorry. <laughs> Barely ever. Because they're all like two hours. Listen to parts of it. And I'm always like, two hours. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because some people are like, I love this two hours. Like, you can really get a feel for it. And then some people are like, I just won't listen to it because it's too long. But Well, and if you edit it, and if it's not... If we stop at two hours and you edit it down, like, I don't edit it down. You don't edit it down. You Why do you think the two hours? You think I do four hours with everyone, and then I'm like, <laughs> half of this is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, that's, that Whoa. would be a lot of work. Oh I'm, I'm looking at my screen, and I have a lot of Wayne, little Wayne music, and there's three the Carter ones on the little checkerboard of all my. Songs and then two dedication twos, which is crazy. And then can't write this. The Carter, <laughs> the Carter four came up, and I am not a human being came up. And then that's crazy. So the the dedication one went away, it flipped, and now it's the dedication two. And now the dedication one is back up three times. Okay, that's crazy. I yeah. wish I'm gonna take, take a picture because this is crazy beans, frosted flaky beans. Yeah, Dad. So. Frosted flaky beans. Um, that sounds delicious. Anyway, so we're going to hit this for another three and a half hours. Oh, no. I want my wings. Okay, I'm gonna, I'll just, just, just distill it to the best questions, okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We were talking about what's left to bury. Right. Yeah. Br- Breginald. That's his full name. What's left of Breginald. Uh, oh, so you, you said you were like the AD... Yeah. Assistant director for all you nerds out there. Um, uh, the assistant director is like the, the project manager yeah. and time manager of, oh, yeah. of the, uh, yeah. the, boring, the like technical side of making mm-hmm. a movie. And then the actual director director mm-hmm. does like, tries to only stay on the creative stuff. Exactly. Um, and it, you, which is funny. It didn't used to be like that either. Really? No, it used to be just an assistant to the director sometimes they would direct scenes really yeah and then oh. that changed i think i think i'm not sure what the time period it yeah. changed in but the gilded area the gilded time period andrew carnegie yeah. said i gotta change this <laughs> we're not making enough money yeah. <laughs> um yeah but yeah and i mean they're necessary you you feel them if they're not there oh my gosh yeah i didn't josiah was mine mm-hmm. one of one of our also peers and friends yeah um had to had like a family emergency and had to leave and i had to be the first ad too and it was crazy um oh, that's right. uh anyway but uh that was a hard time you had a lot of you know, 
hard times with your movie. But I don't know if I told like that full story here yet, but um, I, I might have on the, one of the intros. But anyway, yeah. but that was that was rough, <clears throat> but also really fun. Um, mm-hmm. So you said they're like vibe setters or something. Well, like on that, on like the student films, you know, I think they're mostly just to keep, yeah, keep the vibe going. Mm-hmm. I think you know. You can be super professional about it as well. Yeah, and be boring. Um, and, you know, I just think, for me, and I'm, like, a creative person, that, that type of job is, like, draining. AD? Yeah. Yeah. It's like being an accountant. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that doesn't... If you want to hire me as a first <laughs> AD, please do. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a... It's fun that you have so much control, but it's also horrible if so much control. So, it's the, I guess it depends if you like that, but you have to have the power of now. Um, <laughs> I mean, Use the Tommy Wait code yeah. on your Amazon purchase to get 25% off. What is his name? He needs to pay me. Um, uh, Are you judging the time off of this or that? This. Okay. Oh, yeah, because that one had a. Yeah, we added a bunch and whatever. Um, but uh, mm-hmm. what I was going to say uh, is I keep losing it, you idiot. Um, it was I really liked working with you um, specifically on yours. Uh, and it's behind us, the post is behind us, which is really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're in Dylan's basement. I don't even know if we established that yet. Anyway, but it's it's cool. It has a it has a um, theater curtain, um, like faux theater curtain behind his um, big TV down here, and he has his uh, uh, recording equipment for his music right here, and that's really cool. And a big lazy Susan on a on a <laughs> on this like little table here, and also his mom is. Do you want to explain what your mom is? Yeah, she is um, a very nice lady. Um, <laughs> I love her very much. Uh, no, so she is a uh, English teacher over um, like a Skype to uh, students in China, in like uh, little kids, you know. And she teaches them basics of vocabulary, and uh, yeah, it's really crazy because, like, when you're a little kid there. Not only are you doing like your regular classes and your homework and stuff, but you're also doing this like whole other language. Which, if you like, if you you know, um, think about it, like Mandarin, not only is a whole other alphabet, completely uh, arranged, deriving, driving itself, you know, out of the Latin roots. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a whole other way. Of reading, right? Which is crazy too. Yeah. So when you're a little kid, a four, I'm gonna cut you off because <laughs> you're you're limiting us in time, and you're. I just wanted to say that she has a cool setup. I'm just saying how cool it is. It is cool, but now that we're now you're time learning. crunching me, I need to cut you off. Kids are so cool, man. I don't know <laughs> what to say. Or one time I was. Oh come on! Never mind. Continue. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. What were you gonna say? No, it's just cool. It's cool. <laughs> cool. Everything's cool. Kids are cool. Um, when I was working for you, you said <laughs> I'm like mad telling you this. Um, you were really good at uh, 
setting a tone and it was so clear you cared about everything and thought about a lot about what what you were doing and why you wanted to do it mm-hmm. and um i think that was the perfectionist in you which is probably it it, it hurt your mentality mm-hmm. a little bit because you were so yeah. focused on that stuff but yeah um you also gave everyone shells to like calm your calm themselves do you want to talk about that yeah you know so you're getting a call from somebody it's webster city iowa so oh, don't okay. say that's okay okay i appreciate um, that though yeah um i the, the shells i mean like you know when you're on a movie set you can get caught up in the reality of like oh we got to make the day and everything like that and it gets super stressful yeah. you know like but i think you can't you know you the shells is supposed to be like you rub it and you're supposed to be a tension releaser mm-hmm. makes you relaxed yeah um and so it's just like you know remember that we're trying to have a fun time yeah. doing this you know still be like there with a goal but mm-hmm. you know it's you know no one should be crying or stressed out or yeah. anything like that when yeah. you're making a student film right you know especially it was really nice that you had that um our location was a an office um, an office yeah um that was awesome yeah and we had it all night if we wanted it yeah so it wasn't like a huge time crunch yeah um which is a big like that was annoying great. part of yeah. making movies is when you have only a limited time yeah. and stuff happens all the time and you have to figure out how to do it quickly Gosh. and it's terrible <laughs> yeah and that that's like a hard thing with the first ad too yeah the first ad is like <clears throat> oh you know my goal is to help the director make the best movie possible yeah but we have to leave in 10 yeah, minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, sorry, bro, but um, yeah. sorry, I got to cut your masterpiece up. <laughs> and, know. You know, um, which is, like, funny, too. You know, I don't know. It's weird. But, yeah, yeah, I was really happy. Uh, you know, the guy that was the um, owner of the building was a family friend. So yeah, it helped out. A lot, know. yeah. That's Appreciate cool, just... you. <laughs> What's his name? Carl. 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 Uh, how was it? You you had legit actors. Like a lot of us just had like our friends. Mostly me had our friends, and um, or like people from like the theater, in, yeah, yeah. or acting program in Liberty. But you had you got like legit actors, mm-hmm. um, drive in from like a long time away and stuff. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> how did how was that and how did you gain their trust oh I mean a lot of them was really lucky like um, Paul Stober yeah, was just the main guy he was the main guy he was an incredible actor yeah one of the nicest guys in the world and he's super just like uh, down to earth which is uh-huh. cool too He's funny. I, yeah, yeah. I, he's like the you know he's the best. I would <laughs> I, I I hope that um, you know I get to work with him again soon. I thought you brought the best out of him too because I've seen him in other the other thesis films and stuff and he's good but he just seemed like on another level with you. I don't know if it was the writing or what I, you said it to might him just or... because you know we, we got close beforehand. Yeah, and we were just talking. You know, we were just like 
you know, we just hanged out. I, I consider, you know, trying to keep up with him. He's just yeah. a friend of mine, yeah. you know. And I think, like, a lot of what directing is just putting the camera in the right place and, you know, just allowing, like, actors to do what they what they feel comfortable with. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and because it's so, like, imagine being an actor and you have to uh, kind of lie to yourself. Yeah. So it's so vulnerable mm-hmm. to do that. And right. And it's like... You got to just be a support system, right? You know, yeah. that's what you need to have as a director. Um, but yeah, yeah, he was just a, I, I was a, he was just from a professor that I contacted. And I was like, "There's no way I'm gonna get this guy." Yeah. <laughs> and but then it turned out, yeah, he wanted to meet with me and then talk with me and then you know, now he's this and that and now he's <laughs> in my movie and yeah. now it's this and that. Um, and then the other people were just through Facebook, which is really cool, really? too. Huh. Yeah. Um, and then they just liked the script a lot. And they mm-hmm. were like, yeah, you know, this will, so <clears throat> they were willing to do it. And, yeah, it was worked out really well. Right. And it makes sense why you won the best, honorable mention, best original <laughs> story. <laughs> Thank you. Because... <laughs> P- People wanted to be a part of your project, and good people wanted to be a part of it because of the writing, and that's why yeah. you got the best original story category. Thank you, there. I appreciate that. Yeah, that's very sweet. Um, the next um, one will be better. <laughs> <laughs> they always do get better. Um, yeah. At least the process, um, I'm yeah. sure. Well, you do it in better. a smarter way. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, it took me like a year to make ten pages. Which yeah, you really. Consider it like that, you know. Yeah. Because that's what we were writing, right? Pitching it. Is is it only ten it. pages? Yeah, the okay, whole thing yeah. is ten pages. I think it was twelve or something. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and so it's like. Right. That's crazy. And it's not put in that time. Yeah, sorry. What I was just gonna say it's it's not that you wrote one page every like every, <laughs> every month or whatever. Two months. Yeah, <laughs> month and a half. That editing of the pages that you already had or the too many pages and you wanted to get it down to like a conciser nicer mm-hmm. um tight uh tight 10 yeah um so Which they heavily encourage as well right a they lot were, they were yeah. there um <clears throat> I feel like i've been spoken to about like for an hour about making it 10 pages yeah short yeah shorter the better i think mine like at, at as long as was like 16 pages yeah and then they're like, this needs to be eight. <laughs> I was like, how about 12? <laughs> and so that's how it happened. Because at the end of the day, it's your thing. So you need to exactly. tell it the way you have to. Exactly. Um, and like after the, the reason why they were like 10 pages is like because of festivals and you want to make it into festivals. But, you know, I don't know, man. Like maybe it's just because we were in coronavirus and the festivals just are like all online but right now the festivals are just not really fulfilling you know really because you want to go you want to have connections with oh festivals. i see what you're saying the f- yeah. yeah 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 and you want to you want to meet people meet and you want to see it in front of people yeah. and all that stuff yeah but with it being online it's just so distant yeah and you're paying all this money and you're like what am doing i doing the doing epks this for? That yeah stuff. it's like what am i yeah. doing this for mm-hmm. i i mean they had no no idea right yeah. they had no idea i just yeah. It's it's sort of sad, mm-hmm. you know? yeah. And that's yeah, but yeah, yeah. I mean, what were we talking about? Um, I'm not sure. Like, I guess we we're talking about writing and how you have to edit and stuff. So yeah, actually, have yeah. A... Sorry, no, it's okay. 
You could say what you want to say. Yeah, so it's like 10 pages to do a year. I mean, and then like, it's not going to be nine years to make a full movie. Right, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Hopefully not. Hopefully not. Um, I'm trying to write one right now, and it's... It's harder though. Did I read it at all, or is it a new one? It's okay. a new one. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I cool. guess I'll tell you eventually. Okay. <laughs> Me and Jake, um, Jake, if you. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Up, we do a writing club together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love yeah. that. And it's it will be um, we're just trying to motivate ourselves. Is he in Atlanta? No, he's in Austin. Oh, okay, cool. From, yeah. He's Austin. from there, right? He's from Santa Fe, San Antonio. Still Texas, though? Yeah. Okay, yeah. But Texas That's... is like its own country. Yeah. I know, I know. Actually going there for a wedding soon. <laughs> oh. Um, Leo's getting married. Who? Again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of our um, students. What? No, yeah. No. Classmates. Classmates. One of our student friends. Um, she She's from Texas and got married recently. Um, and we both went to it. Uh, so we're talking about like editing. How did you end up settling on how to distill the deterioration? Is this a spoiler? Oh, because in the beginning of the film, it's like, it's like the inciting incident in some ways. Yeah. It's like about the guy whose relationship falls apart while he's at work and like, um, you know, we see his relationship fall apart, and then, uh, then the movie really starts at that point until the end. Where right. The movie ends. Yeah. At so the that point. the like two first two and a half minutes ish is um is just the te- the deterioration of his relationship with his wife. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but I think that's so important to have. Mm-hmm. How did you? How did you figure out how to make it that short without it feeling like you're missing parts of the, like, deterioration? Oh, I don't know. I'm just thinking about, like, how people have done it before. You mm-hmm. know, Citizen Kane, like, that montage is, like, perfect. It doesn't even shorter amount of time. Like, really? three shots. Really? Where it's just, it's a shot of the, a wedding night, right? Uh-huh. And it's just them loving each other at the table. And then the next shot is them just, like, arguing. Uh-huh. And the next shot is them, the table's really wide now, and they're just reading the newspaper. Yeah. They're not even looking at each other. Yeah. And then, like, right there, you know, okay. Yeah. This is over. So it's, like, that that idea. I'm like, if you're going to copy from anyone. <laughs> so it's okay. <laughs> I haven't even seen that movie, but, um, which is a sin for being a, a film student, whatever. It's okay. But, um, but with that, like, I get... The message gets across really quickly, but with this, you feel like you really know them. Mm-hmm. Like, with that, you're just like, oh, they're two people that got split up, which happens all the time. But now it's like you watch your movie and you're like, ah, oh, that really sucks. I can see both sides how that mm-hmm. is really hard on them. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you have anything else to say with that. Yeah, we I only have 20 minutes left, so let's... <laughs> You don't have anything. No, I mean, I just don't want to... I guess I don't want to spoil it. It's going to yeah, be online you soon enough. Really? Yeah. Good. When I'm... Uh, what am I going to say? I'm going to try to see if there's a way to get, like, some attention to it. So, I don't know. But I'm going to release it probably before summer. Really? Online. Oh, that would be cool. Uh, yeah. I want, I want people to see it because it's really good. Thank you. 
Mm-hmm. It's because of me, though. Um, it's because of me. <laughs> 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 behind the scenes, which Tommy is a president president role. Yeah. In the behind the scenes. Um, that, I, what I said there in in the behind the scenes, people don't know what we're talking about, but I basically say that we have to enjoy the present because this is the only time this group of people will be together at this place at this time. So en- enjoy the now. Um Anyway, I just want to say that. The power of now. But, yeah. I I think about that a lot. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's cool. Because it's just, you're so right, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. And then it just becomes like a memory. Yeah. That's why you don't, don't get stressed, man. Like, if you're you're listening to this and you're about to be in the film program, Mm -hmm. it's really true. You're about to take on... What could be just like a, one of the best times of your life. Yeah. There's little to no pressure about this this film that you're making. You know, and if you're not having, you know, some sort of a fun time doing it, mm-hmm. then, you know, maybe just rethink about some sort of stuff. Yeah. That's what I really liked about yours, Tommy, is just uh, no matter at the end of the day, we were always just having a fun time no matter what we were doing. Like, yeah. Where, where we, uh, uh, the time were... We were outside, and <laughs> Kevin was, like, going crazy oh in the gosh, car yeah. or something. Yeah. And then Tina, Daniel was running after Tina with right. a light. Yeah. Like, it was, like, some sort of horror movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was so fun. Yeah. Like, I, I will remember that forever. I'm not really? going to remember the times that I was stressed. Right, yeah. And you don't want to remember that. Yeah, block yeah. it out of your memory. Right. It never happened. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really... That's one of the things I'm most proud of is like it seemed like everyone had a good time making it, um, and I like to think it's reflected in the uh, in my behind the scenes thing. So, yeah. Um, what was your favorite part of writing the movie? You kind of talked about how like the middle of creativity is like the best part when you're just like kind of throwing things out. Yeah, I like the ideas of just like like I'm more. Uh, I like to think about it like images and stuff, imagery mm. person. Mm. So I like um, thinking about cool scenarios that have like cool shots, or, yeah, like, cool ideas that you could put in and like make the script work around the the idea, like the the the, the shots and stuff. Mm-hmm. So probably the best one to think about was that montage in the um, in the office. I really enjoyed writing that, which I'm not gonna. I guess I'll say, but it was just yeah, really fun yeah. to do that, you mm-hmm. know. Um, yeah, and then, uh, the one that was opposite was really hard. Was just like the 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 ending for it probably was really really hard to write. Like, yeah, just understanding like what am I thinking? Like how is this gonna work? Even I remember even while you're editing it after we shot it, you're like I still don't know how it's really gonna end. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't really have any idea, yeah, and it was kind of just sort of, it was uh, Jayla who really helped. Really? Yeah. Cool. She really helped a lot with just kind of formulating yeah. all the stuff together. Uh-huh. But One of our friends from the film program. That's um, why she has an editorial um, consultant on the credits. Oh, right, yeah. I did see that. I was like, oh, interesting. Yeah. Um... What was your favorite part about shooting it? Oh, gosh. I don't know. I was just really stressed when Making I was Making Paul it. kiss that girl. <laughs> no, he, he was his that favorite. That was his favorite one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
like the part when we were in the office and there was like a lot of things happening at once. Uh-huh. I really like chaos. You do? I do. Oh, okay. I like it in that sense. Yeah. Controlled chaos and yeah. watching it as a spectacle. Right. That was really fun. Interesting. Um, yeah, I, I wasn't a fan of when the things don't work. Right. And like I'm not able to communicate what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. That's really stressful. Yeah. Like, the one time we were we shot a scene like six times and we were just trying to figure out what the scene even was. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I just cut it out of the whole really? movie in total. Which one? Do you remember? Uh, it was a main it was the only instance of a of that like his his name character was like Tom or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was played by that he's he's a very nice fellow. Yeah. He was in that like Slick back I remember, yeah. yeah, and it was his only scene, and no, I was just like thinking about like, oh, we need to have. He's been here, I know. and we were like, how is this scene even gonna work? Right, and we just cut it out. Yeah, of it I do remember that day. now. It felt bad. Yeah, but you gotta do what's best for your movie at the end of the day. Yeah, I guess. <clears throat> um, I want to say about how every time I show my movie to someone, they're always like. That Ben guy was the funniest. Like, nah. yeah, you always steal the show. It's like nah. they don't even care that I directed it. They're like, Ben's so funny. Um, so I just wanted to give you that compliment. Thank you. Um, <laughs> what was your side of the experience of playing uh, one of my characters in the movie? Just super nervous <laughs> the whole time. Just super nervous. But you had I fun though thought, too. You just said. Like, yeah, I had fun. I was just always nervous about being like. Uh, was my voice shaky? Am I looking sweaty? <laughs> Just insecure about the that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I I really liked being with those other guys and just like the improving was really fun. Yeah, I hadn't been able to do that just, uh, before. I was just ever. Like, yeah, no. you seem so effortless. It's so <laughs> annoying. I was like, dang, that's so good. <laughs> I mean, it was it wasn't annoying because it was my movie, but like a part of me was jealous. I can't. Uh, improv that well as as well as you. I don't know. It's funny. Get thrown on your feet. I don't know. Yeah, I <laughs> don't. in the streets of NYC. <laughs> no. Um. You never lived there. <laughs> um. <laughs> just, just whisper it to the audience so they know. <laughs> oh, man. Um. I don't know what else I wanted to say about that, but I'm just, um, yeah, man. Uh, I guess I just want to say that, like, until like a day before we were actually gonna shoot, yeah, I didn't have a Ben, yeah, and and you were over and we were talking and you're like, I mean, <laughs> you're like so reluctant. You're like, I guess if you need someone, I'll be I'll be Ben, <laughs> and I was like, okay, thanks. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I. Thank you so much, but I'll try to get someone else because I know you don't want to do it. Because you're just like, just don't. I know that's not like your your bag or whatever. Yeah. Um, but now like looking back, it's like who else could it have been? I don't know. (laughs) And like you brought stuff I didn't write to it, so at that point I was like, I just need someone to not mess up. Yeah. And I know you've like acted a little bit before. Yeah, yeah. Um, even if it was in your own stuff, but like. That that helps, it's like, because people people like never do anything, and then they get thrown into that, and then it's like, mm-hmm. 
I mean, like Pete, like he, I think he did really good for what I wrote for him and stuff. So, yeah. But he never did anything like that. No. Um, it could have been a lot worse. Yeah. Uh, so he was really solid. I think so. Yeah. And Anthony, thank was, you. Yeah. I mean, he, Anthony. He was, he's. I mean, he's a pro. Because he is. Yeah, he's a, he's a theater guy, so. Right. He knows how to act and stuff, but um. Yeah. But I just needed someone not to mess up Ben. Yeah. And I was confident that you would do that. And then Thank you, you brought... <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. That. But you really brought so much more. And, like, that's... I'm I'm sure people remember most about my movie is the foot scene. Oh, my gosh. I don't want to spoil anything, but, <laughs> like... Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. And I was just... Well, and that was improvised. I, what, kind of, yeah. It was. We always... I, I think we were thinking... Did we talk about like ending it on a what's it called like um? It's a comedy's term, right? Punchline. <laughs> what? Yeah, that is the term. Yeah, um, yeah, or it's like you have like ending a scene on like a boom or something, right? Yeah. Yeah, we. I remember we had some sort of talk, right? Or am I just making? Well, it I out? mean, the the actual punchline that I wrote was. Uh, at least she, you know she's not going after another guy. And that was the punchline. But then you, Just I don't know, accented it or whatever with whatever you did. Yeah. 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 I don't know. It's not genius. <laughs> I think it's genius. Like, <laughs> it's so silly and, like, absurdist and yeah. which I was going for. So yeah, yeah. it just fit perfectly in. Thank you. And then all, all your other... Just watch my movie and you'll, you'll understand. Um, Tommy is a really um, good with... I was. I remember you. You gave like a different form of context than I was expecting. Really, it was like a, a different way of directing, and you were always trying to keep it reality, mm-hmm. but reality with like an absurd quality, you know? Right. Yeah. Which is really something different. Like, um, like an example would be like, I don't know what an example would be. It's it's hard to say because it's like its own. You were kind of creating like you're always saying like this is reality keep it in reality right. but then you're like twisting it a little bit, like, <laughs> yeah. inches here and there uh-huh. sprinkling absurd right, dust right. yeah it, you know mm-hmm. and i think that's really a unique take to go a lot of people don't have that you know yeah really and i, I really i hope you do something else in that world or i would love that yeah you know because it's you know sometimes reality is absurd. Yeah, I mean that's that's one of the things I was gonna say, but since you're cutting me off, I can't say it. But <laughs> I was just gonna say that you're really funny, and my question was, what do you think the need for humor is in general? But but I, what I was gonna say about that is, I think mm-hmm. you need to laugh mm-hmm. in life because then so you, so that you don't cry because there's like, I mean, yeah, that's just the way I see it, and I think yeah. humor is woven into the universe. And if mm-hmm. you see it, then it's really funny. Interesting. Yeah, um, you, I mean, you talk about that with T.J. Miller. Yeah, yeah. Which is the kind of the cons- a concept of elements of your film. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's definitely, like, the comedy is needed when the world can be so dramatic. And it can be yeah. so cruel. Yeah. And it can be so dark places. Yeah. And, you know, nihilism can be a cancer yeah. in so many people's mm-hmm. lives. You know, like, um, for the longest time, it was just it was so hard to exist in a world where 
blank and blank exist. You mm-hmm. know? Racism exists. Yeah. Sexism exists. Yeah. You know, and it's it's you know what's a great comedian is someone who understands that and then is able to boost up those people that feel that way mm-hmm. you know and then make them feel better about yeah. not maybe not about themselves but they don't punch at those people right you know yeah. what i mean like, yeah. it's the same thing but don't punch down yeah uh-huh. punch up yeah mm-hmm. so it's like kind of like escapism me. too is part of it yeah. yeah that's that's really important i think so um and the best thing to do is like at the end of the day if someone can say you know what that was that was pretty that made me feel good yeah you know that's that's the you you, you did it you, Thanks. you know <laughs> thank you but um yeah it, it reminded me do you know have you ever watched veep no veep is really good at being um realistic really grounded but it's got a lot of humor to it. Yeah. Or, or um, Death of Stalin by the same guy. Oh, really? He, uh, he does it. it. And Death of Stalin is so funny. Is it a movie or is it a TV it's a, show? Yeah, it's, it's on Netflix. Okay. It's a movie. Um, and it's a, it's the title. It's about Death of Stalin. <laughs> but the absurdity and the, the the way he finds comedy in it, yeah. but he still keeps it grounded in right, so yeah. many points. Yeah. He still has those super serious moments uh-huh. that it's just like it's beautiful right it's one of my favorites yeah cool yeah yeah i love comedies that are just like doing both i know that's that's what it is because that's what life is to me so i think i found my tone and i want to like just kind of fine-tune it and like yeah tweak it a little bit more but um yeah it's interesting because like you don't see too many live action movies like that really it kind of almost like uh like pixar does a lot of that yeah that's true you know yeah um but like a like I don't know a lot of movies are like straight comedy 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 yeah comedy, yeah, comedy, yeah. Comedy, yeah you know um, like that, uh, Happy Gilmore or mm-hmm. um, what's the one Monty Python right joke yeah. after joke after yeah. joke you know even Happy Gilmore is like it's it's more jokey than certainly mine but mm-hmm. um, it's like grounded in like he has to make this money for his grandma and he has like these sweet moments with his grandma and. Mm-hmm. Um, Obviously, there's funny parts True. about that too, but yeah, um, it's still like there has to be stakes. Yeah, um, yeah. And one of, one of my favorite parts right now, to me, uh, in my movie, is when Tommy says, "When is someone gonna who's gonna love me again?" And then you jump in with something funny, and like that dichotomy is like that's that's like whole, my whole movie in like three seconds or whatever. Oh, I think because yeah. you, I don't. Do you remember that part? He's like. Will I ever be loved again? Yeah. And then I say, let's think about a name. Yeah, let's and then think about a, a podcast. Name. Yeah, and then you you do something funny, um, and it's just I love that part. Uh, and you could even like not even barely. You can't even like fully hear what he says, like fully digest what he says because it's cut off. Because it's he... cut off, like not cut off, but like right at the end, it's like. Okay, let's think about something else. <laughs> um, so I, I, I love that. Because I, I didn't want to, because that is like a really dark line. If you just sit with that line, like yeah. after you get broken up with, it does feel like, for me, it did. It was like, who's going to love me again? Like, I don't know. I just, yeah. that, that really was the thought. And I, it hurt, but then like you just got to have fun with it and like uh, find the fun. Like the 
let time heal itself. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's part of it, and then, and then use humor to get through it, and then that's, and now I'm, I'm, a, I'm in a relationship, suckers. Uh, so someone loves me now. Ha, ha, ha. I don't know if there's anything else I want to say about that. And it's it's interesting too because you don't, just, um, you ever watch a movie and you feel like they're taking it as a joke, like there's something like they're they're like all you're laughing behind everyone's. Back. Yeah, I hate that. You know. Yeah. Sometimes it works. Like if it's like I don't know. I think the Fast and Furious movies are like that. Really, I haven't watched any of those. Some of them are like okay. that. Okay. Some of them are really bad. Okay. <laughs> um, the best ones are like kind of like okay, this is the someone's laughing and yeah. i don't know if it's vin diesel but someone someone's laughing here <laughs> um yeah and, and so it's like you have to take these characters seriously and you yeah. have to be earnest mm-hmm. and i think tommy you are if nothing but earnest really as a person oh you know, thanks man genuine and um you always just wear your heart out on your sleeve mm-hmm. you know on your uh on your hockey what does that Golf. say? Golf. It's eagle. <laughs> eagle. Yeah. Eagle. F- sweater sleeves. Sweater sleeves. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Always yeah. have red sleeves. Yeah, dude. You gotta... <laughs> my, my goal... My... my um, What's it called? My mission for you is uh-huh. to keep writing, man. I know. I don't know if it will be fiction or if you wanted to go into stand-up more. Yeah. Whatever you're thinking. Yeah, I do want to do stand-up more than, than anything else, I think. And but. stuff. Yeah, I, th- I think, I don't know. I don't even know if we want to get, we'll talk about that later because that's not like podcast related. Yeah. Um, but, because uh, we only have now 947 seconds. I can't, yeah, 57 seconds. Um, I'm trying to find like two more good questions that I absolutely want you to hit on. Um, what's a good life lesson you've learned slash relearned recently? Oh, dang. Um, that I relearned. Uh, I, I think it's uh, to be honest with myself mm-hmm. and to, um, put things in perspective and like, uh, to, to, you know, like, like I'm never gonna make the perfect song, mm-hmm. or I'm never gonna make like the perfect movie uh, to the world. Right. Yeah. You know, and I just have to be honest with myself that it's like, that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's okay to never understand what's what's gonna happen when I move or what's gonna happen. Yeah. Six months from now. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's honestly, you know. I'm scared. Yeah. And I'm nervous. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. But um, it's just about um, what can I do today that I can be proud of 15 years from now. Mm. Or that's great. maybe not today, but, you know, yeah. in this season of yeah. my life. Right. So, or am I trying to be that person? Like, you know, Matthew McConaughey he says, uh, my role model is me in 10 years. Right, yeah. Does he say that? He does. He said that (laughs) in his Oscar acceptance speech. Wow. And he's like, you know, uh, I'm not going to ever be that person 
it is, 10 years from now will be the next 10 years for me. Right, yeah. So it's like yeah. every day, am I trying yeah. a little bit, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So that's it for me. That sounds like a Kanye thing. I feel like he definitely said something like that. Too. And he says, I am God. <laughs> <laughs> He's just crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I'll, I'll skip the games, unfortunately, because <laughs> we're a minute over or whatever. I hate being time constrained. This sucks. Um, I guess the last question is, uh, what is a time you laughed really hard? Today, <laughs> really? Um, no, nah. no. There was I, I'm watching Star Trek: The Next Generation. Okay. And um, it's funny because it's like season two, and um, uh, it's like one episode's like gold, really good, and then the next episode is like uh, Riker and his dad is like jousting, punching each other with sticks, uh -huh. and they look and they're in like this like Taekwondo outfit. Oh dear. And they're like. Ugh, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> it's so stupid, <laughs> and I I I was um I just had the Moderna vaccine and <gasps> second one mm -hmm. get the vaccine guys um and I got kind of sick I had the vaccine and so I got side effects yeah and I was just sitting there and I just needed just yeah, <laughs> to yeah. look at that yeah <laughs> I don't know I love that show that's. That's something too about like comedies. Like, if it wouldn't have been that hard of a laugh, I I bet, mm -hmm. if you weren't sick and like needed that. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think that's. It's got it's something about it, man. It's mm -hmm. tension. Yeah. It's like uh, going and getting a massage, but like in right. your mind. Right. You know. L laugh massage. That it's might be the, my first special. Laugh, laugh massage. massage. I love that. Name. I know. I love That's it a too. great name. <laughs> um, you could also do, uh, um, um, uh, physical comedy for blind people. <laughs> it's just. What Ouch. I don't know. Maybe cut that part out. <laughs> Sounds no. a little ableist. <clears throat> a little bit, but yeah. you said it, so it's okay. <laughs> um, uh, what do you want to promote? Obviously, go um, see what's left of Barry when that comes out. Yeah, um, I hopefully right now or sometime today. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I have a EP coming out. My name is. This is new. It's Noel Dillo. <laughs> you spell it? N O L D I L L O. And it's called The Last Thing You See Before You Die. It's What's that acronym? <laughs> L V Y. Okay, I lost Last it. Thing L T L T L T Y S B Y D. Yeah, so just, you know, look up that. <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah it's on spotify it's on anywhere um yeah it's a fun little thing it's a fun little thing it's only like five songs but just enjoy yourself t-l-t-y-s-b-y-d so just look that up and i'm just <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh i love that um 
cool. Where where is that gonna? Did you say where that's gonna be? Like Spotify, um, Apple Music, anywhere, Napster. Really? Yeah, Napster. Yeah, it's legal. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Um. So it's gonna be everywhere. Uh. Yeah. And yeah. And hopefully you enjoy yourself. When you listen to it. When you listen to it. Not just any time. You need to enjoy yourself when you're listening to Noel Dillo. Noel Dillo. (laughs) Noel Dillo. Noel Dillo. Okay. We got to eat Jiggers now, which is J-Pub. Yes. Um, Awkward name. It's an awkward name, but a great taste. All right. I hope this made you think. Okay. You like that one? Me too. So this is one of Dylan's songs that he handpicked for you guys to listen to at the end so you get a little taste and uh, you could listen to it uh, right now on Apple Music, Spotify, etc, etc. Here you go. Foreboding. Oh, 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 oh,